Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Transparency Therapy. My name is Andrea. We are currently on day 13 of every day, January. That's so cool. We're almost halfway. Very exciting stuff. I hope you're enjoying it. And I hope you're excited for all the exciting things to come. I have my new microphone coming, I think, on Tuesday. It is super cool. I'm going to look so professional. <laughs> and what else do we have coming? Ooh, well, there might be an Instagram in the making. There might be a website in the making. I'm not sure. You'll find out soon. And, I mean, every day January is going to end, unfortunately. But I'm going to have regular uploads instead of sporadic uploads coming up very soon. And so stay tuned for that. If you have any suggestions, please, please, please email me transparencytherapy at gmail.com. And I'm so excited because I see that our little community here is growing. We have more listeners. That is awesome. Welcome if it's your first time. Here we talk about how to build a better relationship with yourself and mental health and destigmatize. De oh my God, I can't pronounce that word. Destigmatize. There we go. Third time's the charm. So if you listened to my episode yesterday, I was sick. You might hear that I'm still a little bit sick, but I feel so much better. So much better. I'm so happy that I took that day to take care of myself because if I didn't, I know that I would be still really sick today and it would probably linger on. So moral of the story, take care of yourself when you're sick because it's worth it and you're worth it. <laughs> So, I think I had a weird dream about dating, and I decided I think I should just go on a dating rant, rant today, because I, I really have a lot of problems with modern dating and past dating, and I think any type of relationship model that has ever really been around, <laughs> maybe not, I, I think I'm exaggerating, but... I don't know where to start. I don't have a plan for this episode. Well, I don't really have a plan for any of them. But, okay, let's just start with flirting. I don't like it. It does not actually show the person you're interested in who you really are. It's purely like this ego boost thing. And, well, okay, I'm talking about a certain type of flirting. The type of flirting, like, okay, let's just start with the with the picture in the bar. Somebody comes up to you super confident where you go up to them and then you say some, like, cheeky comment. Cheeky, I've never used that word before. Some comment, like, kind of like a joke, maybe even kind of like insulting them a bit, but like complimenting them at the same time and it's really messed up. Um, kind of challenging them a bit. I mean, I used to do this all the time. Ugh, memories. 
So it's like this this whole conversation that's actually quite meaningless because you actually have no idea who this other people is and you're both just kind of feeding off of your egos. And you might exchange numbers. You might go home with that person. You might just chat at the bar. But I, I think I just... There's not really any purpose to that conversation other than kind of boosting your egos. And I just... I don't think it's a good start if you actually are trying to date someone. Now, in a bar, most likely you're not trying to date someone. It's probably just this one night thing. And then this the whole thing is going to be this whole purely ego-centric act of ego. <laughs> and I don't want to go shaming anyone for doing this. I'm really not. If you've listened to any of my other episodes, this is not what I'm doing here. And if you feel that way, I'm very sorry. But um, it's not my intention. I'm just purely just trying to talk about what we perceive as normal in flirting and relationships. And what I think would be great if we did some things differently. So, so that's one type of flirting. Then there's the flirting like on a dating app, which is kind of the same thing, which is even worse because you are just looking at someone's pictures and reading a bio, but you, you don't even get like a sense of chemistry and being next to the person. And again, like a lot of people like use the same line on, on many people and they might be inviting them to a same type of date. Like, Hey, you want to glad grab a picnic with a glass of wine or hey um I like your name and your bio and um something 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 well that one's not so bad (laughs) but I I just find like it always starts out when you how that you don't actually know each other but you're trying hard to show the other person you like them and you're trying to show them that you're worth liking, but you guys don't have a basis to actually know that information yet. So I think that's why flirting is kind of confusing because, well, flirting in the case that you don't know the person, because it's like you're putting all this energy into telling a person you're interested, but you don't actually know if you like them. And then if you're floating back, you don't know them either. And it just becomes a game of, yeah, I'm great. Oh, yeah, I'm great too. I'll tell you why I'm great. And then you kind of have to live up to those those expectations um, when you go out on a next date. And then it takes like a long time to actually kind of bring down those walls and show them how you really are. And then it becomes a point where it's like, oh, well, you're not actually the person that I thought you were, so I don't like you anymore. And that's just exhausting. (laughs) I find dating so exhausting. I think we all do. And I've always kind of said to myself I would never settle. And I still stand by that. But to do that... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's it's hard because you have to really challenge yourself 
and always be listening to your little blind spot, which is telling you red flags. And then you might be acting on emotion instead of intelligence. I think when it comes to dating and relationships, nothing is actually a surprise. If something happens, if someone cheats, if someone all of a sudden blows up in rage, if suddenly you stop being intimate, it's not something that didn't have warning signs. And I'm not at all trying to blame the victim here in the situation. All I want to say is that we have more power than we think. When you're in it, it is very, very hard to see. But if we learn to listen to our blind spot, our bl- the blind spot is something my therapist taught me. So just picture like, where you would look as a, in, for a blind spot with a car. And we all have one of these in life, especially in relationships. <laughs> and our blind spot, if we start to be able to tap into it, it's telling us literally all the answers we need to know. And it's really hard to truly listen to our blind spot. It takes a lot of practice. And I think it's very important in in relationships to learn to listen to that because it will make you a better partner. It will prevent a lot of pain, a lot of miscommunications. Because if you don't know what you're truly thinking and what you truly want and what you truly need, you're not going to be able to discuss that with your partner. So... When you feel start to feel like little red flags, they're most likely true. And you might try to say, oh, no, I'm paranoid. Oh, no, I'm this. The red flags might not necessarily be the worst case scenario of what you're thinking. Like, oh, she or he is cheating on me. Or, oh, he or she doesn't really like me. Um, or you just get this feeling that, you don't really know who that person really is. There's probably something going on there that needs to be explored. And if it's not being explored, it's going to keep building and keep building. And there's still so much. If I'm going to talk about the heterosexual relationship right now, um, there's still a lot of roles that are going on there that I really dislike and I don't know how to break that. And I think this, I think to break that, it's just don't give in to them. And, but that takes a lot of work because I've dated a few people that still had this model that they this was a heterosexual relationship like that the male thought that he needed to kind of coddle me and protect me and take care of me but then if I wanted to give back that same type of emotion they would close up 
And if I would try to open up, they'd say, well, you don't want me to really talk about my feelings because then you're going to, then you're going to leave. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking about? And they said, well, you don't actually want to hear my feelings. Like, like girls don't actually want to hear guys have feelings. I was so blown away when he said that. I was like, no, I would love to hear your feelings because unless you tell me what you're feeling, this, this is going to end. <laughs> and it did end because he was completely closed off. And I don't know what taught him that and why that's still happening. Men, <laughs> if you're listening, girls want to hear your feelings and they're not going to leave you if you have feelings. They're going to leave you if you disrespect them. And if your feelings are things that are attacking her, like if your feelings are mostly of jealousy and um, control, those are not your true feelings. Those are your ego. And that's what people are afraid of. But that could be with, with girls as well. But if you start being honest and talking, then you can actually get somewhere in a relationship. I, I still see so many relationships that I don't understand why the people are together. You just see how unhappy they are. And honestly, like I don't really know many relationships that are really happy. Obviously, I don't see people when they're alone with just themselves, but I feel like we don't have very good examples of healthy relationships to kind of learn by. And especially since the older generation, there was still so many roles being played, like the man was the one who was working and the the female took care of the kids and cleaned the house. And, and we've come so far to kind of try to break that, but it's still so there. And I didn't think it was, but it is. And, and especially when you start dating someone, let's say like just a few dates, and it used to give me so much stress because I wanted to kind of I I wanted to break the the ideas that the guy should pay or all those things, but then I, I didn't know how to say that because then I'm like, am I offending the guy? What am I doing? And I had all these ideas, but that's just so silly. And I would have friends that seemed to be very pro, like equality and all of that, but then they would say something like, well, he didn't even pay. And I'm like, well, that's not, that's not what we're, that's not what it is about. And I would get so confused because why was that the focus of like the date when it shouldn't be this game anymore? It shouldn't be this game of trying to impress one another and and trying to show that you're so great and all of that. Like I, what I just really want is I just want people to kind of become friends 
and see if they actually like each other. But I don't know how to do that. Because it seems like there's so much pressure on everyone to kind of sh- to kind of turn something into something else and to, to go fast or to have sex or I don't know and I, I think a lot of it is me thinking that pressure is there and I can control if I give in to that pressure or not but I used to be so afraid to be like oh I should hang out with this person to get to know them but oh but they're not going to want to hang out with me unless this is happening or unless we're going somewhere or unless or unless like I sleep with them like they don't actually want to spend time with me so clearly I've put this these things on myself that I've done in the past and I didn't think somebody would want to spend time with me to just get to know me and so I limited kind of the type of people that I would let into my life because obviously I was letting people in that wanted to move too fast or didn't want the right things versus if I stand my ground and kind of show my that no like I I just want to get to know someone first then I'm going to attract the same type of person where there's not that pressure where you can just get to know each other and And another big thing that I think I've learned with dating is that someone is allowed not to like you. You are allowed not to like someone. If you go on some dates and maybe they're super nice, maybe they have great qualities, maybe they have a great job, they're stable, they're funny, but you're just not into them. There's just something that's missing. You don't have to go searching for this reason that why don't I like them? There's just certain people that have this chemistry and there's certain people that don't. And you shouldn't force it if it's not there. And don't be mad at yourself that, oh, but they seem so perfect. You don't have to like everyone that comes in the door that seems perfect. And they're allowed to say the same thing about you. And if you're honest like that and kind of on the same level and not playing this game, you can kind of be like, okay, cool. Um... I don't see this going really anywhere. I, I wish you the best of luck, la la la, whatever you want to say. I think I felt this pressure that if somebody was giving me time and attention, then I was like, well, I have to give them a chance. There's nothing wrong with them. <laughs> but that's not true. I don't know what else to say about dating. I have so many things to say, but I'm getting lost. <laughs> I I think just my main thing right now that I've just been thinking about is I just want equality in the relationship. And I think I personally used to seek just validation specifically from men and I didn't know I was doing that. And now I do know I was doing that. And no matter how far I think I came or how society came, those those roles are still there. And 
they're very damaging. And I used to kind of dumb myself down as well. I used to not be an individual. I used to want to conform to whatever their ideas was their ideas were of fun or whatever they were good at. I was like, well, I have to be good at that too or else I'm I'm stupid. (laughs) And I was afraid of being myself because I thought no one would want to actually be with, with me. But at the time, it was because I never developed my own interests because I didn't know how. And I was so focused on just pleasing others and finding out what someone else liked and then liking that and kind of molding into whoever I was dating, which is so common. And I never developed a sense of self for a very long time. And so then when I was when I would become single, I was like, oh my God, no one's going to like me because I have no interest. I mean, that's partially true because if you have no individuality, it's not, it's, there is a sense there that you need to grow a bit and that's okay. And I think it's best to do that with yourself and it is a bit scary But I think if everyone took the time to grow before rushing into relationships, we would have such healthier relationships. And I just wish that we could all communicate, that we could all treat each other with respect. Nobody owes you anything. Even if you're in a relationship with someone, you don't own them. You are two adults deciding to spend your time together and devote yourselves to each other, but that doesn't make you own each other. Everyone has a right to their own personal life and also to their privacy. It's important to stay an individual, to stay a whole individual. And then just kind of come together. You are not each a half that makes a circle. You are two circles that when you put together create an infinity sign. The saying that you complete me is wrong. (laughs) You need to complete yourself first. And I I also just want to talk a bit about abusive relationships. Now, it can be very subtle, and it can grow, and then you can end up in a place where you never thought that you would be. And then you will deny that it's really happening because... You're not someone that would be in this position. Oh, he just wants what's best for me. He wants me to be the best version 
of myself. And I can only I can only become the best when I'm with him, right? He's the only one that's honest with me, right? He sees things that, that other people don't, and he sees the potential in me. No one else will see the potential, and I won't go anywhere in life if I'm not with him. Or her. It might start verbally, just kind of putting you down. Just kind of saying things that they probably wouldn't say around other people. Then they do start saying it around other people, and people might feel a little uncomfortable. I'd say you're not very smart. Oh, you can't do this. Let me do this. You don't know how to do this. Or, you are scum. You are nothing. You're only something because you're with me. Or, they might have a great social life, but then the second that you want one, they are like, no, but wait, but I wanted to spend time with you tonight. You can't go out. Oh, no, you're going out. I'm coming with you. It's called isolation <laughs> or controlling. Don't want you to have other friends. Friends will pick up on things. And you might start believing the things that they are saying. That you are nothing. That you don't know anything. That everything you do is wrong. And the words might start turning into other things. Physical things. Oh, but he still didn't hit me in the face, so it's not really that bad. He just he just pushed me a little bit. It's okay. He just lost control. He was drinking. And then maybe maybe it's just bad when he drinks. And then he doesn't even remember in the morning. And he, he wants to cuddle. And he's sorry. It's not going to get better. And it's not your job to try to fix that. If this is going on, you don't need to be in that situation. And once you're out of it, you're going to realize how bad it was. But it's okay. Don't beat yourself up. Your feelings are true. They're all the red flags that are going on, they're real red flags. And it's okay that you got yourself into this situation. But it's only you who could get you out. All right, well, 
That was a bit of an intense end. <laughs> but I hope that it could resonate with a few people because I think it's so important. No one should be treated with disrespect or any abusive tendencies. And it's and it's not just with guys, it's not just with girls, it's with both. I hope you have a great rest of the day. We're going to have to do a part two of this, a bit more organized. But I will talk to you next time.